0: Hello and welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I am delighted to be joined today by award-winning produce manager Skylar Leonard and produce operations supervisor Travis Jones of Food City and one of their cherished local growers, Tony Slaughter of Tony Slaughter Farms. Skylar has been named by the International Fresh Produce Association here recently as one of the best in the business, selected for IFPA's retail produce manager awards program for 2023 so congratulations Skylar! thanks so much to you and Travis and Tony for taking the time to visit me and welcome to the podcast
1: thank you for having us thank you very much thank you
0: absolutely so Skylar, we'll start with a real easy one for you tell us how you got into the wonderful world of produce
2: Uh, I started at Food City in 2014, and I worked up on the front, our front-end operations, you know, bagger, cashier, for about two years. And uh, I discovered that there was an opening in produce, and I threw my hat in, and uh, they got me back there, and I was part-time closing. And we have a shortcuts program here at Food City, and that's what I was doing the other part of the time. But that's where I got my foot in the door at Produce.
0: And when did you first think, hmm, this is something I could do as my career?
2: Well, I was going to school at the time that I was, because uh, you had to be 18 to work back in produce. And I was back there and uh, things were just going real well. I liked what I was doing. I liked the people I was working with. And they were bringing me in on the, you know, explaining some of the numbers to me, showing me some other figures that you don't normally see. So you get real uh built in on what the business is about at Food City. And I started to move up. I moved up to assistant produce manager after a couple of years, uh, was made full-time, of course, and all that. And then after a couple of years of being an assistant produce manager, they allowed me the opportunity to go to another store in town and be the produce manager.
0: Fabulous. Now, Travis, tell me a little bit about the first time you met Skylar and some of those first impressions.
1: <laughs> That's- That's some good stories. Uh, Of course, he was a young fella, and he was working in Fresh Pack. I think the first thing that comes to mind was we we used pepper on some of our shortcut items. And I told him he used so much pepper, it looks like he put dirt all over it. (laughs) He needed to cut back on it a little bit. So that stuck with him for a while. (laughs) Uh, But Tyler's a very energetic young man. Uh, He posts uh, pictures of his displays on social media and really draws attention to his store interacts with the customers really well and uh, i just had my eye on him from the get-go i thought he's going to be a produce manager for me one day and i just kept working with him and uh, i'm really proud of him
0: excellent and skylar how did you get the news about this award from ifpa uh
1: my
2: supervisor contacted me um uh, he had let me know uh early on that he had uh, you know he had something in the works for me and then we were at a uh I believe we were sitting down at a restaurant in Gray, Tennessee. We were doing a uh, uh, some work up there with the produce department getting ready for our model store and uh, he he told me there he's like, Scholar, I just want to let you know you won an award." And he told me a little bit more about it and I was blown away and I'm I'm glad that he thought I was worthy of that award.
0: Excellent. And I know when I invited you guys on on the podcast, you said, well, would it be okay if we brought on one of our local growers with us? So you guys have Tony with you today. Tell me a little bit about um, your partnership with with Food City and how that got started, Tony.
3: Well, my partnership with Food City began uh, about about four years ago. Uh, Previous to this, I had been with some competitors and I was offered an opportunity to come uh, to Food City. And of course, I was more than happy to get that opportunity because Food City, our goal here, or I would say our claim to fame here in the produce department is local and um, we're known for local. So it was a great opportunity for me. So I grew for Food City for a couple of years with my product going to the D.C. Then they approached me and wanted to know if I would be interested in doing direct store deliveries. So I said, we we certainly would be willing to try that. And with direct store deliveries, we deliver every other day. So if you are able to balance your orders, we can reduce the shrink virtually to zero in some cases. Plus what the stores are gonna get have been picked within the last 24 hours. In some cases it's picked the day that they receive it, particularly on the specialty items. And in all fairness, air, I want to use one thing as an example. I don't want to take too much of your time, but I want to use one item as an example, and that would be vine ripe tomatoes. The tomato industry in the United States is a gas green market. We understand why. There's no way to do vine ripes. Large tomato growers cannot do vine ripes. We can do vine ripes. So we're coming in with a product that, We don't think we have any competition with from from any of our competitors, Um, a high quality, flavorful tomato. But direct store delivery makes that a possibility because it's not going to the D.C. It's not going to be sitting on the shelf up there waiting for a store to order. Schuyler's going to order directly from me and Schuyler. I'm very impressed with Schuyler from the start. I've worked with him. He's very energetic. He's very interested in pushing our local displays and, and and helping us to gain a foothold to new customers. So it's been a very, very positive experience uh, all the way through working with Food City and certainly working with Scholar.
0: Fabulous. I'm sure it makes all the difference to know that you have really a true partner there at the store level being kind of the face of that product directly to the, the shopper.
3: Absolutely. And direct store delivery is a team effort. There's no way that I can do it without scholars assistance or he can do it uh, to, the, to the best of our abilities without his input or Travis's input. So we're, we're all a team. There, there's no one that can take the credit for the success of this program in and of themselves. We all have to work together. And I think we've been very successful uh, doing what we're doing. So hopefully we'll be able to continue on for, for many years to come.
0: Excellent. And Skylar, I'd love to hear a little bit from you, too, about kind of what that process has been like, because obviously there are other things that you get from the D.C. So then you're doing, you know, that this communication and organization on this side as well. What's it been like for you working on uh, that that local that local deal there with uh, with Tony?
2: Uh, I've always been, you know, ever since I got into produce and I started being more vested in what I was doing, I wanted to get in. Uh, on every aspect of what produce had to offer and anything I could do to charge up excitement out of the customers to buy more you know and if we could offer them like Tony Slaughter's Vine ripe Tomatoes a premium quality product that that was more than you know something that they were looking for I was going to push it and uh, uh, I took the social media lead early on you know pushing several different things displays that we were doing and I, I made it a point every day that when I got a Tony slaughter order I would say you know like the bells ringing off in the distance Tony slaughters produce is here you know and so uh I, that's just how I always did it and uh we didn't really start doing the direct store delivery until about two years ago two years ago. and that's when I really started developing a relationship with Tony and he he was he's very passionate about his local produce and he he was telling me a lot about it and I grew up you know my parents had a had a little garden out back and stuff like that. So I I, I had been around, you know, some obviously a lot smaller of <laughs> an operation, but he's very knowledgeable about it and he's always been willing to talk to us and give us enough information that we could convey that information to our customers and to talk to our associates about it so that they were experts in what we were giving to our customers.
0: Super. And Travis, I'll get your perspective on this too. It, it sounds like to have that kind of of connection between the store, it, you know, individual stores themselves and the local grower, that's something that requires a super competent, you know, produce manager that you have a lot of trust in to manage that in addition to just going from the DC.
1: Uh, absolutely. And uh, that's why I chose Scholar to lead that effort. He sends out a daily email to all the produce managers, let them know what's available, gives them a little opportunity to, If Tony is short on an item, they can order it from the D.C. So that helps us stay in stock. Uh, Another cool thing is uh, an area that Tony uh, rents to grow a lot of his products is just right across the street from one of our stores. So um, one of his favorite local or sayings is if it's any more local, we'd be growing in the parking lot. So (laughs) you you could stand in the parking lot and see his strawberries growing, but it's pretty cool.
0: Wow, that's remarkable. And what is what is kind of the the scope of that program look like for you all? Like what what portion of the year, what things are coming in different times of the year?
1: Well, right now, I believe Tony's got a lot of the product in the ground. First thing coming up would be tomatoes. Uh, we, we had a really rough year this year with strawberries. Uh, typically, starting around May through Memorial Day, we have a fresh local strawberry, but uh, the weather got us this year and he wasn't able to supply us. But uh, that's been very success, successful for us. Uh, half runner beans. That's a pretty big item for our neck of the woods. Uh, everybody's looking for half runners, and he has a premium half runner. He has blue lakes, uh, roma beans, turkey crawl beans, uh, a lot of specialty bell peppers, purple swirl, uh, all your colored and green bell peppers, squash, uh cucumbers, pickling cubes. So, uh, we, we built a nice big display out there and it really draws attention. we got big Iron Man signs with his farm on it, his picture, and we really go after it. Uh, our slogan is nobody does local like food city. So.
0: Awesome. And Skylar, you alluded a couple of times to kind of the, the social media part of it. Tell me a little bit about how you, how you took that on and what, what role you feel like that plays in connecting with shoppers?
2: I think, um, the, you know, obviously a lot of the people that would be on my social media is people who I know. And a lot of the people who I know, even if I don't talk to them on a daily, they know I'm a dedicated employee here at food city. And that, uh, I'm obviously have a great passion for a quality product that we bring into our customers at food city, you know, uh, Tony talked about his premium tomatoes, you know, even, even with, you know, we have a program here at food city, uh, our shortcut program or fresh pack. And he offers us a line of products that uh, that we typically wouldn't sell, you know, on the, on the displays for customers that helps with our gross profit and our shrink. So it definitely, you know, he helps us on so many different levels and all of our growers help us here at food city. But uh, the social media thing, I mean, people of my, you know, age and, and you know, we we're real big on social media. So I just took what I, what I was around all the time and I just brought it into my work life. And so it's been real successful for me. You know, people in my life, they always compliment Food City and they compliment me and they always talk about how great everything looks. So I think it's had a positive impact on many aspects of the business here at Food City for me.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. And you mentioned the the shortcuts program and Tony even being able to participate in that. Tony, yeah. I'm curious to hear from you, because that sounds like a real win-win partnership where, you know, maybe some of that product that's that's not like like Skyler said, sitting out there on the display, but it's absolutely perfect for some of the fresh cut items that they do.
3: Absolutely. In, in any no matter what you're picking, you're going to have a certain percentage of off grades. Perhaps nothing bad like a twist pepper. I want to describe. I want to use a twist pepper as an example, or a a, a pepper that grows in the crown set that the, the 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 stems make it form a certain form. We don't want that on our retail display, but it's a perfect pepper for ringing. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect chop pepper. So what we do is we pass those along to Food City at half price. So basically, you get two boxes for one money and if you keep up with your fresh pack then you don't have to use retail suitable products for the fresh pack because fresh packs a big deal and shortcuts is a big deal for food city so and we've still maintained the same quality as far as the time frame on delivery the freshness so on and so forth it's been a really good uh, it's a really good deal for us one, one thing i might add that i found that over the last couple of years and i, I haven't even told travis and scholar this but i've had several people say there's a certain nostalgia involved in buying produce from some people i have people that will say to me you know i haven't had a tomato like this since i was a kid when i went to my parents garden or my grandparents garden they'd say hey run out and get a tomato for supper they'd go out and get one and bring it in well most of those folks today neither have the time nor in most Instances don't have a place for a garden, so there's a generation of folks out there that don't have gardens. And when you can go to Food City and get a tomato, and they say, You know, I haven't had a tomato like that since I was a child, that's that's a real positive experience. And that's, I think, a little bit of segment of the industry that that's overlooked. And there again, not everybody can do vine ripe tomatoes. I understand that most growers don't and I'm certainly not saying that I've got the silver bullet in tomato production because I don't. But for us as a small grower, it works very,
1: very well.
0: Well, and back on the the fresh cut also, being able to market that I'm sure for Food City as local product in a fresh cut form. I mean, I don't know that I've seen that anywhere where you could market fresh cut and it's local too.
3: I think it's been very positive and I think we're always in a building process. I think Scholar and Travis would both agree. We've got a we've got our customer base, but we want more. <laughs> <laughs> we want everybody else's customers too. So that's our goal. We, we're always wanting a new customer. We want yes. to invite somebody in that that's not a shopper with us and you know if we can use the produce to draw them in because Just be honest, if you're gonna go to the store and buy a a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup, I don't think it particularly matters where you go. But if you come in and we can have an experience, you can enjoy an experience with us and our meats the same way, we have quality meat. I know that's not what we're talking about here, but nonetheless, there's certain things that sets us apart from our our, our competitors and produce is a very good draw, if you will, to get them to come and, 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 and start to shop with us at food city.
0: Absolutely. And you mentioned customer experience. So Skylar, I'll ask you, what have you seen over the years, as far as the things that are most important to you, that, that the elements of that shopping experience, well, what do you focus on in terms of making sure that somebody comes in and, you know, this one thing stands out or this one thing is memorable and brings them back?
2: Well, I'll start with, you know, uh, like I said, you know, a lot of people know that I work at Food City. Obviously, my family knows I work at Food City. So when I think about uh, certain things, I think about how I would, you know, if my mom came in and she was looking for fresh strawberries, if she was looking for fresh beans, if she was looking for fresh Tomatoes, you know, and we also have an operational setup in the morning when we come in that we're we go through and we cold the rack obviously, and then we fill up certain important areas throughout the department. One being berries, one being tomatoes, you know, so on and so forth. You know, I think about it like that because you know, around here, uh, Food City is very integrated into the community, and so it's very much a you know, you have family members. You know, my my mama worked there, my you know, my uncle worked there, my cousin worked there, so. Everybody knows Food City and it's very important that you focus on that fresh product that you want in there. A lot of people around here love tomatoes. But you know, he talked about that experience with the tomato. People around here in the Appalachia area, they they love locally grown produce, you know. They they and we get produce fresh all around the year, but this is their favorite time of year. And we we at Food City, we like to to brag about the fact that we have so many vested local growers in our community that are willing to do business with us and bring us this quality product. You know, I, I mean, growing up, you know, when you're growing up, you don't always look at all the produce, like it's so appetizing, but as I've gotten older, you know, I, I love produce. When I was growing up, my dad would make, egg sandwiches and he'd get tomatoes and he'd put them on there and and there's nothing like showing that off when the the time of the year comes i'll take a picture of my tomatoes and i'll say this is the tomato that came from tony slaughter and it's on my egg sandwich (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's been a very enjoyable experience and and i'm glad that i went this route with food city because there's honestly at this point nothing else i could see myself doing and i'm glad that i'm able to offer this service to food city
0: I'll ask you, Travis. To I know you all have a, a lot of passionate folks who who work there at Food City, and I'm sure a lot of excellent produce managers. What what really stood out to you about Skylar nominating him for for the award this year?
1: Oh, there's so many different things. He uh, he's very involved in the community, uh, the uh, the schools. Uh, he he volunteers volunteer high school concession stands. We have a school bucks, bucks program. He, he's on the school board. Uh, He gets very heavily involved in signing those folks up for their value card to link it, you know, with the school bucks. And it really helps the community. Uh, I don't know too many people in Bristol that don't know who Schuyler is uh, for that reason. Uh, Elementary schools uh, during Halloween, he, uh, he bought pumpkins and actually hand delivered them so they would have something to decorate. Um, His involvement with the – he uses the PA very well, very energetic over the PA. (laughs) Uh, He does radio spots for us. Uh, You just couldn't ask for a better young man to be in this business. I actually got him pegged to replace me uh, one day. So hopefully he can continue on this path and really go forward.
0: Excellent. Now I have to ask, given the giggle in the background there, when you mentioned the, the PA announcements, yeah. what have been some of your most creative favorite uh, radio spots or, or PA announcements to, to promote the produce?
2: Well, a few years ago, you know, here in Bristol, we're really well known for two things. Uh, we're really well known for the country music involvement that we've had in the industry. You know, this was, this is considered the birthplace of country music in Bristol, Tennessee. Um, Uh, And so, you know, there's that. But we also have a lot of race fans who come here for the Bristol Motor Speedway. And we have two races a year in the spring and the fall. And uh, I was working uh, still in the shortcuts, fresh pack. And uh, we were – I'd set up a, a weekend display for the race. and. I got online, uh, I got on, on the intercom and I said, boogity, 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 let's go shopping. And that, (laughs) that was just a phrase used by one of the racers and I just decided (laughs) to throw it in there. And so it was, you know, people get a lot of kicks out of stuff like that. The kind of energy I try to bring to my job and the, and there is a seriousness about it, but there's also a, a, obviously a funny side to the things I do sometimes. And uh, sometimes my energeticness in the produce industry is very funny.
0: That's hysterical, oh my gosh. I can only imagine people are going about their day shopping and all of a sudden over the loud Exactly, street.
2: that's exactly what happens. <laughs>
0: and you know what happened after that? They went home and they said to whoever was at home, You'll never guess what happened at Food City today. It was so funny. I had a great time. It just made my day shopping, right? That's what happens.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and then, you know, it brings people in. They're like, well, that's a store I'd like to shop in. Someone that obviously they they show it outwardly that they're very, you know, about uh, their energeticness in the business and also that, you know, they get in there and they start shopping around. They're like, well, this is going to be my home store this i like this place they've got a good energy good vibes here and so this is where i think i'll shop and and like i said i'll go back you know it's always been considered with the community that food city is very integrated into its community and there is a lot of involvement food city sponsors some of the races that we have and a lot of different charitable organizations in the area and so i'm proud to work for the company i work for and uh I really don't see myself going anywhere soon. So I guess if Travis is planning on keeping me around and be his doing his job one day, I guess that would be great. But uh, yeah, that's it. But yeah, it's always been an enjoyable experience for those that have got to listen to my announcements.
0: (laughs) Awesome and we've talked a little bit about the the shortcuts program tell me how you've seen that grow over the years cuz you've mentioned it a couple times and even having a local component to it what well, what do you enjoy about that program
2: you know i the, the beauty of it how you can make colors blend together to make something appear so beautiful and we we don't just do fruit cut fruit program you know we also and we do a variety of cut fruit uh, different kinds of things we're, we're changing all the time you know we have a, a dedicated supervisor here at food city who he's always looking for new items for us to try out and try to get us out there and be as uh, up to date with what's coming what what because because first cut cut up stuff like that is always about convenience for people and making sure it's fresh, of course. And like I said, we have a cut fruit program, but we also have a cut veg program and we look for, you know, like fajita mix stuff like that. Stew mixes for around here, which is a year round thing. People, especially here in the Appalachia, they're always making dishes like stew mix all the time of the year. And so, you know, it's, it's very good for our gross profit at food city and that helps take care of a lot of problems. You know, like if you, you know, if you're running into an issue with your shrank, you know, fresh pack kills the shrink, mm. you know. And we, we always talk with our folks who are in that job every day to make sure that we're updating our production guides every day to make sure that uh, if there is something that we're throwing away a lot of, that we pull it back. If there's something we could be selling more of, we start pushing it harder. And our supervisors, store managers, they give us the most up-to-date movement charts that they can to make sure that, uh, you know, if, something, if we're lagging in something, you know, where can we put this in the store to really start to push it and, and uh, get some real sales out of it? And it's all, it's always been really beneficial for us to have that information. You know, when you're a produce manager, even when you're making your orders, my supervisor always says that there's a couple hundred different decisions that go into every order that you make. Uh, you know you don't know you don't know what's going to happen you know and so having that kind of information is always very helpful and that program has is and always has been a very successful thing for us at food city and I think it will only continue to get bigger
0: Travis it sounds like you guys have some really good flexibility built in to allow for those kind of adjustments in stream and and people who clearly are are very well trained and have the business savvy to know how to pull the, pull the triggers on those as needed.
1: Uh, I feel very blessed to have a a group of 14 produce managers that I feel like I put them up against anybody in the country. Uh, Very, very dedicated folks, very talented folks. Just, just glad to be here leading the, leading the charge.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Well, before we let you go, let's talk a little merchandising real quick. I want to know what some of the most fun things are that you guys have done here in the past year.
1: You want to go?
2: Oh, you're the merchandising expert. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we, we always enjoy potato lovers contest. Uh, I challenge our folks. Uh, all of our stores participate, get creative, build big displays. Uh, one fun time of the year is local strawberries, which unfortunately we couldn't do it this year. But we go big at, in the front of our stores with uh, we tie in bakery, daily angel food cakes, shortcakes. cakes, uh, Strawberry glaze, uh, really, really successful with that. Uh, this time of year, peaches. You know, we we want to get large peach displays on display. Of course, we had the trouble with southeast fruit this year, but normally it's really big, and you get that smell and that aroma going, and the customers got you know start smelling those peaches, and they just start picking them up. Um, I guess my most the, the thing I'm most proud of in our stores is our fresh cut program. If you look at our stores, we got like a twelve. Most stores have twelve foot of cut fruit, eight foot of cut veg, and if it's done right, man, it really pops and makes you want to buy stuff. So, and our folks do a really, really good job taking care of those sections, and I, I really appreciate what they do for us. Super. You got Thank anything? You-
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, they, they obviously here at food city, if you know, you work for us. We also have a lot of great opportunities. You know, we have a contest throughout the year and so we'll be pushing things throughout the year that for, you know, for its benefits, our customers, but also our people, you know, they get a little chance to win a little money and they also get to be a little competitive because we get data every week, you know, where all the stores are at. And so you, you get to build that, uh, that competitiveness in your department. And then you also get a reward obviously for being competitive. And so, you know, they, they've offered a lot of opportunities in the store to be successful for our produce team. And, you know, uh, we do an exotic bowl where there's several different types of things in there. We do a snack cup. That's a premium price item that we charge usually 250. And then, so it's, it's a great deal for our customers and then we'll run deals on them and stuff like that. And then we also have, going on right now, our watermelon quarters contest, and we'll be pushing that in our ice bins and stuff up on the front, you know. And we make some pretty beautiful displays throughout the summertime, trying to merchandise those cut melons in with our whole melons, and it's it's really exploded for us. And I think even when they introduced that in, I think that single item throughout like two or three months made a million dollars. And it's, it's just three or four dollars, you know, for each quarter, and people love it. It's become a facet throughout the summertime. You have to, you have got to get that thing out there. You have got to keep it full during your peak hours to make sure that those customers are heading towards the lake, which we have a lot of water areas around us, you know, several lakes and stuff like that, picnic areas and stuff. So it's it's definitely helps out our customers when they're looking for a convenient item that's healthy that they can take with them to the park or whatever family gathering they might have. Uh, I'm, you know, I've only been doing this produce manager job for two years and luckily enough, we have an experienced supervisor who's able to help us a lot with uh, merchandising in the department and, you know, so it's, it's, it's definitely great to be able to lean on Travis and learn, you know, as a young person learning in the industry, but yeah.
0: Fantastic. And I'll get Tony in here one more time. I haven't forgotten about you over there, Tony. (laughs) As far as presentation of produce in the department, what are some of your favorite memories of you know how you've seen them put put your product out there and and really make it look its best stuff uh, for, for shoppers coming through?
3: I think one thing that comes to mind is um, in the past, before the local program or in the, the rest of the year when the local program's not available, some products are on the wall, what what these guys are going to call on the wall. Uh, bell peppers, squash, yellow squash, zucchini, we pulled that out, or Travis pulled that out and put that in our local display. So since it hadn't been refrigerated, particularly the pepper, prior to coming, then we weren't going in refrigeration, out refrigeration. We, We were perfectly fine. And those displays not only look very good, but I think those displays sell very well, as. Pickling cucumbers, slicing cucumbers also are another thing that we they put out on the local display. Virtually everything I grow is is out on the local display. So when folks are there, if they're going to get a tomato and they see everything else there, um, it, the, the sales have been very good and the response has been very good. And And I think at the end of the day, I think there's a certain segment of people that shop somewhere because of people. I think that that's overlooked in this industry. And Schuyler's got a following here among local folks that I'm sure say to him on a daily basis, hey, Schuyler, have you got in some good, we'll just say apples, for instance. And there's so many different varieties of that. I know I had a person tell me yesterday that Schuyler had recommended them a, an apple, And they're from here in Piney Flats, which is where this store is located. So, when you get a following among the customers that they come to you for your opinion, I think that's a very positive thing. And a lot of produce departments and our competitors, I'm positive they don't have that.
0: Tyler, what would you add about that? Are you the local produce expert?
2: Well, I wouldn't call myself an expert so much as I would say just a passionate individual here at Food City that wants to see their company grow and do whatever they can to see it grow. And I think you could say that for all my fellow produce managers, that they're just as passionate as I am. And I'm just as lucky that my supervisor picked me out of a crowd of people and decided that I was worthy enough to get this award or not be nominated for this award. So, you know, but it's not just me all of the people here at food city are definitely dedicated to this program you know locally and and with all of our produce it's not just you know our local but we definitely do focus all on our local but it's it's all year round talking about well what are we doing to keep our customers happy Uh, are we giving them a quality product are we making sure that we're following our operations every day you know right now we're we're definitely trying to get ready for the 4th of July and they send out plans for that. And what, what, what are they looking to see, you know, and they send out the data about what we're going to be selling the most of. And, you know, it gives uh, young people like myself in the industry a good opportunity to, to show what we're made of, not just only to our customers, but to uh, the rest of our competitors, what we're capable of doing. And, and you know, I wouldn't say that uh, again, I'm not an expert, uh, that I don't know what I was trying to go there to be honest with you but I would definitely say that uh, all the way around we're all invested people here at Food City and I just consider myself lucky to be among them and to be working for such a good company.
0: Oh I think Travis would agree with Tony that that's a special deal though when you've got the folks who come to you and say well what do you think about this what do you think about that give me a recommendation here or there.
1: That's very special when it's all about our people. Uh, He's absolutely right about that. We couldn't do this without the people uh, being as passionate and taking care of our customers like he does. It's it's just unheard of in our industry and got to take care of those folks. All
0: right. One more thing. I might've said that last one, but one more thing before I let you guys go. Um, I know that a lot of the time with recipients of this award, it's not only what you're doing, you know, with your team in your own store. It's, it's, your contributions to the organization overall. So I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that training is part of what Skylar does, you know, with his team there in store and maybe beyond. So Travis, tell me a little bit about what you've seen from Skylar in that regard.
1: Well, Skylar's called upon to train, especially when he was in fresh pack to train all the fresh pack coordinators in the district. Uh, we always sent the new folks to him because he was always going to train them right. Um, uh, Every store he's been in, he's developed people. The last store he was in, we just promoted the assistant, to produce manager. So that speaks volumes about how he interacts with his folks and how he trains them. He, he's growing the business here. He's not been here long, but he's really helping the folks that are in this store develop and grow. Uh, store managers love him uh, because of his passion and the way he cares about his customers. Not only cares about his customers, but how he presents the produce on the sales floor means a lot, you know, to the store managers, especially. Um, I just can't say enough good things about Skylar. He's, uh, he's definitely a shining star. Uh, I look forward to seeing great things from him in the future.
0: Excellent. Well, that's probably as good a place as any to wrap it up guys. I always ask, Anything that you wish we had talked about that we hadn't or anything you want to add before we wrap up today?
1: I'm good. What about you?
2: Uh, you know, I I just can't keep reiterating how much of a blessing it's been to been presented an opportunity to grow like I have with this company. And, uh, you know, my supervisors always plug me in. It, recently, I was on the news talking about local produce. And, uh, you know, some of our local growers like Tony and talking about where they were from, you know, we, we have dozens of local growers that we get. We have a couple in just this region that that supplies like Tony Slaughter, David Mann out of uh, Fort Blackmore, Virginia. We get some farmers out of Granger, Granger County. And, uh, you know, it's 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 been an experience for me and it's nothing nothing like I've ever experienced in my life, and I'm just glad I was able to give something to it and be able to do things like go to other stores, do resets, that people have that much respect and and appreciation for this, what I bring to the table, and, uh, you know, I I think he even had me, my supervisor even let me participate in the local uh, Pepper Festival we did, you know, we were talking about uh the the several different peppers that we got going on like uh hatch chili hatch chilies hatch chilies you know there's a particular time of year where they really come into season and most produce departments throughout the country will carry them and uh i was you know blessed to be able to give some people some information about that maybe keep them you know let them know that their local food city was going to make that available for them maybe they didn't know nothing about hatch chilies but now they do And uh, like I said, I just want to reiterate, it's been a blessing to be a part of this company and learn.
0: Now, Skylar, have you ever been to a produce trade show before, like the one you'll be going to in October?
2: No, no, I have not. And to be honest with you, no one in my family has ever been that far away from home and I've never been on a plane. So it's going to be a little nerve wracking. I will just go ahead and tell you, it's (laughs) going to be a little nerve wracking for me. But my supervisor, luckily enough, will be on the plane with me, keeping me calm. (laughs) so uh, I'm really looking forward to it and I think I'll have a great time and I look forward to meeting different people in the industry and maybe learning about what some of the things that they're doing in their
0: locations. That is, that is going to be fantastic. Travis, how excited are you to see Skylar go and experience this trade show?
1: I'm really excited, glad to be able to go with him so I can make sure he gets through the airports and stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want him to get lost. I want him to come back.
0: Oh, super! Well, guys, thank you again so much for taking the time. It has been a pleasure to speak with each of you, Travis, Skylar, Tony. Thank you all for for sharing your insights on the business on on this great accomplishment for you, Skylar. And I'll look forward to seeing you all in October at the trade show. I want to hear how it goes and how how you how you enjoy that experience and. um Yeah. Thank you guys again. We'll thank our listeners as well. And we'll see everybody again next week on the Produce Retail Podcast.
1: Thank you. Thank you.